Yo, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Blunt and Coffee. It's your boy, Pat Nibelda. What's up, y'all? Man, it's what's good. It's Will. What's up? It's Cam. And Cam is already in celebratory mode with the lit cigar, man. Yes, we here back for another Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. We we slept in today. But, man, this is uh this is our season finale, final episode, episode 15 of season one. Nice yeah. round figure. You know what I'm saying? Nice round figure. <laughs> nice you know what I'm saying? Figure. Something that you can like, you know, put up on the wall. You know, 15 solid episodes, man. But uh, we gonna we got some great news to tell y'all, of course, mm -hmm. right? Uh, that's kind of why we're coming to an end uh, for this season. But also, we're gonna do, uh, hop into some reflections, some recaps, shit that we done learned, shit that we done been through. I mean, we started this shit back in what October, right? Yeah. When the world was on fire, you know what I'm saying? And it's still kind of smoky. Yeah, you know I was gonna saying? say. So we gonna kind of like you know. Flashback into that, walk through that again a little bit, kind of walk down memory lane, and uh, tell y'all guys what we what we finna get into. Yes, sir. So I guess the way we're gonna kick this off is Cam. I guess you'll be the uh, the first to go, man. So what uh, what news you got to tell the people? So, now I just want to let y'all know, man. I I appreciate y'all hanging through with our journey. You know, currently right now I'm working um, as a finance manager for a dealer group. And I was able to accept a role. I've been interviewing for the past couple months, been keeping it on the low till everything kind of went through. I'll be switching over into pharmaceutical sales as a primary care specialist, uh, working for AZ, AstraZeneca, a pretty well-known uh, pharmaceutical company. So I'm stepping into a new lane. I'm still gonna be in Chicago, but it's gonna be a, a whole new environment. I'm excited. I already talked to a lot of the people I'm gonna be working with and everybody's, you know, good energy, just, you know, positivity, and I'm ready to bring something new to the table. Man, so, like, of course, you kind of, of course, you know, you kept it through us. Like, we yeah. knew, me and Will, we knew what was going on and shit yeah. like that, man. But I want to ask you, man, how did you know there was time to make a change? Because you was making a good living, you know what I'm saying? You was, you was doing yeah. your thing, The bro. ends was meeting like, like a motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the ends you were, was doing your thing, bro. So, the like, ends what, were what meeting like a motherfucker. think that it was time for you to change? change um, I just think, and... The car business is very lucrative, right? But there's one thing that, you know, and people say it all the time, and you don't really feel it until you live it. It's like that time piece. Like, you can make all the money, but if you ain't got no time to yourself to spend money or time to enjoy yourself, then it's really just a waste, you know? It's really just like, what? why even do it? Like, why work as hard as you're going to work and do all the You can't get that time back, right? So... I knew in the long run it wasn't something I was going to be in for for like 10, 15 years. So it was just an opportunity that presented itself when I was young now that I can get into a new industry and build and develop myself through that industry uh, versus waiting another four or five years, just kind of doing the same routine and not seeing the growth that I wanted to see out of myself, not only professionally, but personally, too. So what was those factors that you were like, oh, okay, yeah, this is this is a good thing to transition to? Because there's a lot of shit you could have did, you know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, one is the fact that I'm going to be taking a little bit of a pay cut, but not a big pay cut, with the potential opportunity to still make the same, if not more money than I was making now. Right. So I saw that in this industry is very hard to get into, but once you're in it, you're kind of secluded in like a fraternity almost. And once you kind of get in, I can make you know, moves vertically, or I can make moves laterally within the company. It's a lot of different opportunities where I can don't have to give up as much, you know, because I'm making a good amount of money. I don't have to give up the paycheck as much, but I can still get the time back, right? I don't right. have to work for 12, 14-hour shifts. I don't have to work on the weekends. That's I can have, crazy. I can have some time back to, you know, 
just you know be me figure out you know what i like to do stuff i mean i know what i like to do (laughs) (laughs) but just exploring like you know more like hobbies (laughs) you know i you know i would like to go on vacation you know i mean it'd be nice you know there's some cities that i still want to explore and see and just you know things that i haven't done that i want to be able to accomplish that with this new job i'm probably gonna have more time to do those things so it's gonna be exciting what do you you think is gonna be like some of the like the uh like the first couple challenges you're gonna face, you know? Cause I know when I'm gonna get to mine, but like, what yeah. do you think is coming? You hop into a new industry, so you, it's a learning curve, right? Mm-hmm. It's so gonna you, be, it's gonna be, uh, I think just understanding like the industry standards. Like, there's gonna mm-hmm. be, there's gonna be things that are written in stone that like I'm gonna learn, but there's gonna be some things that are kind of more nuanced that I'm gonna right. have to pick up on. The unwritten from, rules. The unwritten rules and just like knowing how to maneuver, uh, you know, with doctors, with other right. reps, with my own team, and just kind of you know, learning from the people that have experience and figure out uh, how do I put my foot in a position or how do I put myself in a position to be successful in this lane and, you know, be accountable, you know, not be accountable, but just, you know, hold myself to the highest standards to get my job done right. So it's just going to be learning, like, the nuances of the industry. Just like in my industry, there's always right. stuff that they're going to tell you you got to do, and then there's going to be some unwritten rules yeah. that you got to figure learning out. Learning on a job. Right, exactly. There's a lot of learning on a job, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, exactly, man. So when you start again, let the people know when you finna, when you finna switch over. So I'll be starting May 17th. Yep. So in a couple of weeks or so, I still got to, we got some more big news too. I might as well go ahead and set it now. We, me and Will going to be moving into Hyde Park. So we got the apartment already Hell no, set. y'all not invited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we could meet y'all at a bar or something if y'all on the link, but uh, it's going to be a weird transition because I'm getting moved. I'm moving. I'm trying to, you know, get all this shit figured out for work, doing all the HR stuff, yeah. you know, all that, all that, that stuff. Shit. Yeah, so it'll Safety be decent. Training. <laughs> nah, not even that. Like, I gotta Sexual get a, I gotta order trainings. a laptop. I gotta get that's just like the niggas, initial preliminary stuff done. He ain't even got no passwords. Yeah. All the bells and whistles. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Passwords. All the passwords. It's like eight different passwords. passwords. I just had to put in my notes over the past week just yeah, remember and shit. So it's just a lot, yeah, a lot with the onboarding process, which is weird because it's not typically you could do some of the stuff in person. Yep. Right. Now it's just like all virtual, straight, so it's yeah, a little straight, weird. But I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that's big, bro. That's big. I know uh, I was listening this week to um, the I Am Athlete podcast a lot. Um, And one thing that that Fred Taylor always talks about is um, exposure leads to expansion. You heard him say that? He says that all the time. And I feel like that's exactly uh, something you're looking for, exactly what's going on. Like, look, I had this past experience that, you know, is what it is. Not necessarily good or bad. You know, maybe it was good, but... um, you know, that that shows me that these are the things that I value, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so you take that and you go to the next step. You just got to be willing to, to yeah. make that leap, whether it be geographical change, industry change, whatever, yeah. once you know what you know. So that's yeah. that's one of the good things about experiences, I think, that, that we see through and, your story. And there's one thing I want to kind of relate back to, you know, previous episodes we talked about. Um, you know, this was a move that I was thinking about making for the past, like, 8 to 12 months, right? It just, with COVID and everything, the timing didn't work out. That would so make I, going into work hard. Yeah, <laughs> right? So, and like you said, it would make going to work hard. I mean, the, what, the good thing is, is I like the environment I work with. You know, there's always going to be good days, always going to be bad days. But yeah. overall, it's not like I didn't, I didn't dislike who I worked with or right. what I did, right? Sure. So it made it a little bit easier during that point in time. But I knew this was going to be something I was going to be transitioning to at some point, right? And I chose versus, like how we always talked about, what do you do in that time where you're making the transition? Yeah. Whether it be four months, five months, six months, are you still going to be prepping, you know, doing something where even if you know you don't want to do it long term, you do it short term, build on your own personal skills or professional skills and kind of understanding who you are and what you can do uh, versus not. And, you know, this past year working uh, for the dealer group that I work with, 
it helped me even more in the interview process That's to like say. differentiate myself, talk about experience, talks about how I overcome mm. uh, obstacles, how I was able to be collaborative and game plan towards new, you know, objectives, new missions. Uh, so it was a lot, you know, and I could have, you know, took those couple months off just to relax and kick it. You know, Muggs wasn't paying bills like that. Right. But I didn't. I said, you know what, why do that when I can do this and, you know, keep grinding towards something. And gain some type myself. of skill, gain exactly. some type of experience, man. That is awesome, G. So yeah. just congratulations, man. It's, I appreciate it. It's usually like when success happens, a lot's happening at that time. So mm -hmm. like you moving, you getting a job and stuff like that. It's happening. You anxious, you know what I'm saying? A lot going on, man. But you'll be settled in in no time, bro. Yeah, I'm going to be cool. Yeah, it's gonna be straight. I need it here, man. I need it. I need it to be official now, cause we know. But Pat's got big news. Drum roll. You, you gotta Drum say the roll. best for last. Listen, man. For those of y'all that are listening to the audio, <laughs> yeah, right. Pat just came back and threw on the L.A. hat. My boy is moving to L.A. Oh, He's doing it big. Go ahead, tell me what you're doing, Pat. West, yeah. Let me tell you. An 11th pick of this year's draft. <laughs> Out West has selected Patrick Johnson. Nah, that's more of a, I'm taking ETA. my talents to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm taking my talents to L.A., yeah. Man, what an incredible journey, man, that I've been on just you. Um, Trying to transition from a, a science background, being a biology major in undergrad, uh, finding out that I didn't want I didn't want to do that shit for the rest of my life, and having to almost like reinvent myself, find new interests. Um, I know much y'all know I love TV, I love film, man, and I want to be in that industry. You know what I'm saying? I want to be with the best minds doing, you know, who's game planning, making the films and, and television shows we see on the screen, bro. And the, the during the month, and it was so crazy. I, I was, you know. En route to accepting this new job to be like this, you know, this science guy or whatever downtown, right? Working <laughs> in this laboratory. And um, Damn, I, 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 I didn't take it because it, I couldn't have taken, like a week later, I get offered this internship with, you know, the United Talent Agency out in LA, right? And I was like, well, this will cut into my hours. So I just chose to do this unpaid internship, virtual internship with them, right? And through that, man, I we got to talk to people. I, I got to talk to people, ask people questions that I normally wouldn't have gotten a chance to. And I was just, man, I was... I was blown away, and I was just like, you know, it, it, it wasn't like that spark of a moment, but like over time, I was like, yeah, I think this is what I need to be doing, right. you know, yeah. and through networking and just reaching out to people, following up, sending thank you emails, man, and just, what, man, let me tell you, but the UTA is like going to be the top agency, oh, um, so uh, listen, let me man. tell you, yeah. I'm a company man, man. that Kool-Aid, yeah, that's what yeah, 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 your and I was, I was just so convinced of that. And when the program and when the internship had ended, I told them that hey, I just wanted to, you know, go through it the following steps of yeah. getting. And I, uh, I went through four rounds of interviews, man. Uh, they were quick questions. They was blasting at me, quick response. I'm suit and tie. I'm suited up every uh, interview, man. And I had like, it almost felt like an interrogation sometimes. Right. You know what I'm saying? It I always was, is. It always is, right? Because they really want to get to know you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? What, what, like, what makes you tweet? What makes you different? How do you? Um, how are you? How can you? Are you, are you resilient? Can you be resourceful? You know. Mm -hmm. And I think about all that is really what brought me to the internship. You know what I'm saying? Like me trying to find. I, I applied to a thousand jobs, man. Like I'll be on LinkedIn like crazy. And I know if I want to get into a certain industry like t TV and film, I got to start from the bottom floor. You exactly. know. And so you got to just apply for. I'm applying for entry level jobs. You know. And I'm being resourceful. I'm looking out. I'm sending emails out. You know. Seeing those someone's looking to like help me out or talk right, to me, you know right. what I'm saying? Just being resourceful, pretty much just trying to go to wit's end to like, you know, mm. to get what you want. And, yeah. and ultimately, I really wanted it, you know? And 
through the grace of God, I, I, I got the call and, you know, I accepted the role to the training program, man. And so I'm moving to LA literally at the end of this month, you know what I'm saying? I'm driving, getting in the car and just driving Head west, west. Man. Head west. And, Head man, west. let me tell you, like, a year ago, um, I told myself, I was like, hey, man, Pat, you know, you should be in LA by 25. You know, I hate when we put, like, time things on us and stuff like that. But with, when I told myself that, that means I was like, hey... If you want to be that, this is your goal. You know what I'm saying. You gotta start putting the plan in action. Yes, sir. And like I say, man, I, I you know, I, y'all know I be writing, man. I made some films. You know what I'm saying. So I definitely tried to put myself out there on the more creative side as right. the as the client. But man, I'm, I'm I'm happy where I am right here, man. So I'm I'm in the game. You know what I'm saying. I'm on the bench and I'm ready. To, you know what I'm saying. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to go up to bat, man. Yeah. And just you know, I I started like you know two weeks ago, man. I just. The amount, the learning curve, right? Like, I know no. That shit gotta be draining. I know you no be tired as hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? At the end so, of the day, you be tired as hell. No, I mean, I, honestly, man, I be think, I just be thinking more. Honestly, you know, just and you just constantly yeah. thinking and stuff like that. And I'm trying to like memorize names now. No, I'm talking about like at the end of the like after the day's over, you be like, damn, all right. I'm tired as hell. I gotta go do this tomorrow. You know how like the first couple days is, or you be like mentally exhausted. Yeah, I, I think the first the first uh, week was definitely mentally yeah. exhausted. Cause you just learn this. Get, you like you said, you have to learn shit. like the programs yeah. they use, the protocols, yeah. phone tired. etiquette. You know, just just weird stuff, right? That you just wouldn't expect. You just you know professional development classes you ever taken and stuff like that. So yeah. it was just it was almost like college, you know. And I was right. like, Jesus, this is like nine to five. I'm just learning, but. We finna step more into like doing some projects and stuff like that, and hopefully I get a chance to do, like some script covers. That's really what I'm interested in doing. And man, I'm just like ready to just like jump into the flames, man. Like you know, just get started, man. I'm going out there, I gotta go buy some new suits. You know what I'm oh saying? My God. Cheap suit suits, yeah, cheap suits. How cheap are they? Cheap as hell. But man, it's, I just man, I, I'm so happy that I you know when you when you work hard for something, man, and, and it pays off. It's a great feeling. Man. And when I got that phone call, that was literally one of the best moments of my life. That's a that's a that's an understatement, I think. Like what a lot of people don't understand about that story is um all of the stuff, not even all of the stuff, even some of the stuff that went into before it, like before you got accepted. It wasn't just a couple of months. Yeah. Like if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, last year in like no not like November twenty nineteen, you applied to some program at UTA, right? Or like December. It was last year, so I, it was last year. But and that I was 2019. Hear, it was 2020. 2020 yeah, right 2020. at the New Year's, right? And you didn't hear nothing back. Nothing. Nothing back. When most people do that, they like, oh, maybe this ain't it. All right, I applied. Because we was prepping. You was like writing essays. Yeah. I remember helping you with that stuff. Going all out. Didn't hear nothing back. Most people be like, oh, maybe this not me. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Bro, right after that, I don't even know how many scripts you wrote. Started. We made this podcast. You got two short films out. I mean, all of the stuff that we don't even know that you've just been writing, producing, yeah. reading, researching, and then you start that process over again, right? Put yourself in that position. And had you taken, I remember you told me, had you taken that job, uh, the science job, that when um, UTA called you like the night before and was like, "We need you on a call at like eleven. Yeah, can you do it? Had you been literally in that role, you'd have been like, "Fuck, I can't." You know what I mean? So it was like everything you did, position yourself, but with the blinders on, not worried about nothing else. My bad. Not not, not worrying about nothing else, but just continuing to go. And then you go through all the interview process, all of that, and then you hear a yes. And, man, yeah. I, and man it's really, I just, I just want to be resilient, man. And that's at the end of the day. I feel like I owe a lot to my parents. You know what I'm saying? I feel like our parents sacrificed so much for us, right? And the thing is, man, I'm... 
just playing sports, man, you're going to get put on your ass more times than you, you know, true. rock somebody. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. the nature of the game, you know? And, like, how many times do you get back up after you don't, you know, you put it, you know, you send you a bomb-ass essay or you send the application out and you don't hear word back? I didn't let it discourage me. I definitely didn't. Like, I couldn't. Because, like, if you get discouraged by that, I was like, there's no way I'm going to make it in this industry if I'm, you know, right. you know bitching at this shit. And so, man, it just, man, just being resourceful, reaching out, man. I was, Google is your best friend. You know what I'm saying? I would just look for odd jobs, you know what I'm saying, to, like, just get a foot in the door, you know? And I was applying to jobs that of lesser degree than what right. I got into, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So, in a sense, I was, also, I was almost selling myself short. Right. You know, and that's really how bad I wanted it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, you know, like, I would work for pennies on a dollar, like, you know, just... Get me in the door, right, you know? Yeah. I was offering, like, free work that could I help with something, volunteer for shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, just lend a hand and stuff. And, like, some people don't reach out to you, and, like, you, you sometimes do get disservice when you don't hear words. Most back, people, you know most people, you don't like, hear nothing I was from them or say I was no. definitely sending my scripts out, you know what I'm saying? And most times, hell no, I didn't hear shit from back. Exactly. Or you just, oh, this, yeah. is, this isn't for me, but thank you. You know what I'm saying? Just, and exactly. It, you know, it can't get discouraged and stuff like that, but I just... Man, you just, you just got to think more creatively on how you can get it. You know what I'm saying? Try to exploit all your resources. And once you think that you exploit all your resources, start from ground zero again. And eventually, man, I think if you put enough work into anything, it's going to pay off. Like, you there's know no way you fail. Uh, and I, I want you to share one thing with the people that are listening or viewing this about like how, like how selective this process was, right? Because you told us off air, but it's yeah. something that you should be proud about and like hold you so, know, to a high standard. I've been good and very respectful, you know, realms of my life. But <laughs> to get into this program, right, uh, they tell us it's 5,000 people applied. 50 people got into the internship, right? And then say it ended up being six. Six of us got selected for the whole entire program. Like that is what, but point zero zero one. I don't know. You know? I'm and not, so my brain ain't turned on right now. Like to be to, in that sense to be like, yo, I'm like some of the I'm the best of the you know some of the best of the best, you know, sir, sir, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that was that was a good feeling, man. Because sometimes I I don't consider myself lucky at all. You know what I'm saying? Like I get what I deserve and what I work for. I honestly believe that, mm-hmm. right? But when that when I when I had that moment and I I was talking to UTA and they had said, hey, you know, this is how many people applied to the program. Some people got in. Mm. And some people we selected. So mm. think about that. You know what I'm saying? You are, you know, some of the young, some of the best young professionals in the world, damn near, you know what I'm saying? Or whoever right. applied for the freaking program. Because I'm talking about it was very prestigious kids in his internship. Princeton, Harvard was in the room, USC, uh, UCLA, you know, Stanford. And Worcester. so Worcester was in the <laughs> building, you know what I'm saying? And so, man, it, it was, um, for me, it was like, I'm looking around, I'm thinking, I, just, I know I'm better than the person to my left and right on this little screen right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> They you know, can't stop me one on one. They can't stop me one on one, man. But I just, and it, it, but what a feeling like to be like, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't call it luck because I definitely worked to get there. Right. You know, there's a, exactly. a certain element of luck that goes into. Yeah, you know, but I, I pray to God, you know, say. But luck just comes with preparation. You know, what I'm saying, like, it, at the end of the day, like Will said, if you wasn't doing all the things, the little things, like. Writing scripts, actually taking the initiative to make two short films, and we're talking about like hundred page scripts. Yeah, yeah, not, not like, like not no short legal pads. Yeah, on. not like he's got like notes on top of notes on top of books on top of books of shit that you've been writing. If you wasn't doing all that, you wouldn't have been able to create that work ethic internally within yourself to be able to put yourself in a situation to have that confidence when you walked into those interviews because you're like, I put in the work. 
Like, if you don't put in the work, you feel like damn near like you a fraud, right? Right. Like, I'm in this joint. I mean, I'm just trying to get by to stay afloat. But yep. like, when you actually put in the steps to do the things that you're trying to do, then you have a certain level of confidence when you come into it. And that's interviews. exactly how I feel, man. We, yeah. of course, a lot of times we're, you know, we're Zooming, everything's virtual. And of course, you know, they're asking questions. And I'm n- never afraid to be the first one to speak, you know? And maybe, like, I wasn't always like that. Cause I remember in high school, I would yeah, never no, raise my never, hand. Yeah, you know what I'm just because, like, who who raised their hand in class, right? Right. You was a sucker. <laughs> right. You was a sucker. But, like, <laughs> and, and, yeah, exactly. But, look, yeah. but it's, now it's different because, like, if you're the first to answer, and, you, of course, you answer correctly, Great yeah, job, that's, Pastor. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's what, you know I, that's what, what I was looking for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you you put yourself out there, and, and people see that. You know what I'm saying? They say, "Oh, he's a he's a he's a leader." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People see those type of skills, and they be like, "Okay, like watch out for this guy. Watch out for this girl." You know what I'm saying? So like, and that and it takes a lot of confidence to get there too. To be confident enough, of course, be confident enough in your answer that your answer is right. Yeah. yeah. But you just you know just speak up because like it, it's just put yourself out there it, even to to accept the. The no, like yeah. how many times can you? Like, yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't even know why. I was like dreaming about or, or daydreaming about like on the highway or some shit like a couple of days ago, and I was thinking about like what it takes to really be successful and like all of the hardest things, whether it be winning the Super Bowl, recording a good album, yeah. getting a job. Really, what's gonna set yourself apart in terms of doing it successfully is just how many times are you willing to do some shit you either don't like or face rejection over and over and over until you get the right yes. Yeah. How like how long is that going to take like how how long can you last that shit? And, is and it going to be 12 days, right? 12 no's, 12 years? You know what I mean? And so like someone cuz I definitely get all the applications they were all no. All, <laughs> every, like, all it no. was it was literally all no. no for like a year you know and like that's a lot of no that's nigga. a lot of no and that can really you know just you know strike at your confidence you exactly know yeah. it, and it make you question like damn should i be doing this or i was thinking about me maybe i had to go back to school you know what i'm saying exactly get another degree to, to get that yes to, to get the yes you mm-hmm. know and so you but like you said i was definitely like trying to put myself in a situation where i was was i was when i was learning a new industry right that's yeah. the thing it's like if you want to get into something like a new industry, man, you got to do your groundwork. You got to go learn. You got to right. research. You got to write films. If you want to write films, whatever you want to do, just practice it, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and search for more information. And so when I was actually doing these interviews, the, the first question they asked me was like, so what TV show are you watching? If you could rep any actor, who would it be? I didn't watch so many damn TV shows. I already got so many It was so quick, you know, and when it was asking me these things, exactly, it's like I had, I felt very confident in my answers. You know, it wasn't yep. just like, like, I didn't feel like a fraud, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I feel like I've done the work exactly. and I've, you know, kind of put myself in the, in those people's shoes. And I try to, you know, kind of engulf in that industry, right? Right, yeah. And let it absorb me. And I'm, and that's really what I'm trying to do right now because this is a lot of learning a lot that of I got to do right now. A lot of shit. And I think, I think as, as we talk about uh, reflecting on a podcast, it was like this ironic one podcast that we did or like in our time, like yeah. days later. All a lot of shit just started popping off, right? For for all of our friends, and it was the um, what was it the, the the where we asked doubling a penny thirty one days thirty one days day thirty one, right? Um, so like when we were on that podcast, and the reason one of the first things that make that come up was that you said if you work hard enough at something, you won't fail. Right. And I think that might have been the first time you talked about that on that podcast, and like literally at that point, we all was working on something, interviewing, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And it was like right after that, we was like, look, it's just going to be a day where it's going to feel like it's all pennies. 
And then that, that shit starts compounding. And all of a yeah. sudden, you you going 2 million, 4 million, and all of the results come start coming in. But them first early days, that first early year of just nothing but no, right? Them long ass, I mean, every the Saturday. Hours, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know. you feel me? That's, you know, niggas like, yeah, let's I go watch the college game day. Shit. He gonna be in that I, I don't think you don't know what two days back to back feel Boom. like. Yeah, I just you know did what that I mean? today. I, I, I took yesterday off. Oh, okay. I was mad. I didn't even know what to do. I slept, bro. I literally slept for like 14 hours. I was so damn Jesus. I got up. I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna go back to bed for yeah, a little right. bit, bro. It was the first time like where I, it was just like, it's just weird when you, once you start, and I think this is with anything you do, the first two, three days, maybe week, it's gonna be like a grind, right? But mm. then you, your body mentally checks itself to where it just becomes routine right mm-hmm. even if it's like getting up at 5 a.m to go run mm-hmm. the first two days you're like damn, damn it's it's five o'clock. then after a while your body gonna wake up at five o'clock you be like damn i guess i'm gonna just let me go run, run right? I'm up now, yeah you know? right it so, takes 30 days to form a habit yeah well um, some people's longer than others but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for me it takes about a week and a half maybe two weeks to really like hone in on something and get like going so for me like Y'all would be, you know, Saturday morning. Hey, we been trying to go get brunch or whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, ah, that's tough, but I'm going to go get this bread. Right? Yeah. And I look back on it, and it's just like, there's still going to be Saturdays now. You know, it's still it's going to be a Saturday. It's going to be a brunch. It's going to be free tacos on whatever night. I'm not going to miss out that much. Now, COVID did help, you know, because 2020, nobody was doing anything. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, right. Really so, I, so I, I kind of lucked <laughs> so out. He was, I was thinking, laughing at my... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I've been doing this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Working. Working. Yeah. But um, it was a nice... I would say, you know, even though COVID was, you know, terrible for me personally, it helped me kind of just focus in on what needs to be focused on, stack, save my bread, put myself in a position where I'm building myself professionally as well as financially. So... I can be free because, like, you had your goal of being in L.A. by 25. I got my goal of being financially free by the time I'm 40, 45 mm-hmm. to where I can work. I don't mind working for a company, but I don't have to out of necessity, right? So I'm trying to still take those steps day by day, week by week in order to obtain those goals. So, you know, it, it like how Will said, you know, I'm probably only day, on day three right now for me right. personally. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, but, but that's a big, that's a big yeah. four but, pennies, eight yeah. pennies. That's a big you know, four pennies. Right. So <laughs> big I'm, four I'm, pennies. And, you know, eventually I want to get to the point where I can, you know, give back or maybe, you know, fund a movie, you know, to my <laughs> man. Let's <laughs> um, talk turkey. But... It's it's exciting. I'm really excited, you know, for you, especially for you, Pat, because I remember when you was working with Sunset, you were writing scripts and shit like back in 2019. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I would have told you back then, Damn. like you gonna be moving out to LA in two years, you would have been like, all right, nigga, stop gassing me up. Yeah, <laughs> I know I'm like that, but you, you know, stop playing with me. Yeah, you know stop playing so like me. it's just it's just dope to see. That like, is crazy that you just said that. That you know, is, I yeah. never even thought you know, like the culmination of all that all that work. You know, even me, like graduated from like being at school and being like hey cam you know when you graduate you finna be coming out making this i would have been like nigga you stop lying right? <laughs> yeah i would have never thought it you just you just don't know what god has in store for you but you just got to trust that you're doing the right things and you surround yourself around the right hey, people, people that hold you accountable right like you know when it was you know tough as you know we'd be out you know hanging out we'll be like yes yeah let's go let's go home Mugs got to get up and grind in the morning you right, right? Yeah. If I was hanging around somebody else, shit, I would have been out till four in the morning. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I got to be up two hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got to just drink some coffee. I'll be yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? But then that would have uh, affected, you know, my productivity in my current job. That would have put me in a position where I wouldn't have been able to learn and grow within that role to be able to apply for this role mm-hmm. and have the confidence during my interviews to bring everything I did to the forefront. So, 
all that shit matters. So I just want to say thank y'all for holding me accountable, you know, and, and not shitting on me for going into work on Saturdays. Yeah. You know, because some people are like, ah, oh, nigga, you can just call nigga. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. That, that is saying? true. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I hate niggas that's <laughs> like yeah, that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it really means a lot, you know. Uh, y'all supported me. You know, I had some rough days, had some 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 down days, but y'all always had my back. So I appreciate that. Facts, facts. And I just, I, one thing we can, we can conclude with this one is, like, Cause I got a lot of friends right now. I know that interview process is like, like you, you know, Kim. It's just so like you just anxious all the time. You you prepping and stuff like that. You gotta get you getting your story right. Right. And I got a, a lot of friends right now who are going through this interview process. You know, I see them tweeting about it on you know IG about it, talking about it on Facebook, yada yada. And you know, I'm I'm wishing them the best, man, because like we're very young, we're very we're at that age. Like most people know what they want to do and stuff like that. Right. And now it's all about like applying ourselves, executing, to, yeah. and executing right. And that's that's man, that's there's a lot of pressure for a lot of people, man. And I just want to let people know, like it's we feel everybody feels the same way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's not just you going through that, and man, I just whatever you do end up choosing to go through, man, just do your best, man. And honestly, man, most of the time it's gonna end up the, the way you want it to. And and, and, just, and off that point too, because <clears throat> your example is a perfect example. It may not work out that day or that month, right? Right. It may take longer, but like if you know it's something that you really want to do and you're something you're really passionate about. Don't give up on it right. just because it didn't work out. Because you first never time. know what day is going to be. Yeah, like, or how well it's going to work out when it's when it's it time for it to work out, right? right? When it's your time, it's usually not as good. But when it's when it's on, we on his time. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, like you know, I, I got depressed when I was like, damn, I'm gonna be. I don't know when this shit's gonna open up for me to mm-hmm. get this opportunity to roll because their their whole organization was changing at the time. I didn't know shit. It could have been could have been 28 when it all worked out right. right. Um, you know, luckily I was prepared. I was always mentally prepared for the opportunity. So when I seen the postings come up and I was talking to the people in the industry, I was able to set up those connections and network. Like how you said, like I got phone calls from people I never met before that were like trying to go out of their way to help me just because of my name or my, my people's names or just people that I knew in the industry. Right. So always try and like learn and grow from the people, you know, around you or in the industry you're trying to get into, always reach out and try and and lend a helping hand or just try and schedule a, a five-minute phone call can go a long way. It definitely can. It can go a long way. So for like the people that are like, man, I could reach out to so-and-so, but what if they don't reach back to me? Who cares? Just do it. Go boop, for boop, it. Boop, boop. You never know. They, they might pick know. up and they might schedule a time for you to chat. And that five-minute conversation, there was literally a five-minute conversation I had before my first round of interviews that helped me get into the second round just because of some of the things that I learned in that five-minute phone call that helped me with certain word tracks right. for that interview. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah. So, and 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 that's what that's that's kind of how we got to bring you know the season one to an end, you know. And it's, it's we're gonna next time we zoom in or you know come into y'all, we're gonna be like to some sort probably some zoom type of shit. I don't know. We'll figure it out. And but oh, in the meantime, shit, you might get like replaced. First take, you might get replaced. <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna have a new Patrick Johnson. Yeah, Patrick <laughs> get recast. Yeah, <laughs> dude, and nobody says anything. Yeah. Hell yeah! Nah, we good. like Fresh Prince. Yeah, you yeah. know, ever since the end of that last season, you've been acting a little different. Budget cuts, right? <laughs> Budget cuts. No, but I think, man, we got to think about when we started this podcast, and it was what October of what twenty twenty, right? It had to be, yeah, because mm-hmm. that's when I had, yeah, about October. And so, man, if you think about during that time, like what was going on, man, it's. The world's kind of changed, but it's kind of cooled down to what what today is. You know what we what we film on this. You know, shit was nice crazy. Man. I mean, yeah, it yeah. went from four hundred to three fifty. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. think about where we were last year, man. Yeah. But I mean, you got we think about our, when our first episode was. Uh, you know, Donald Trump was still in office, right? Yeah. Haven't heard from that guy in a long time, right? Um, I mean, yeah. And so I, I just know. man, I, what do y'all think about like from like from 
that time that we started the podcast to where we at now in terms of like what we've learned and like you know shit that's been happening like you talking about personally or you talking about I like the state this, of the no, union in the state of the union i think i think we should address you know i think very, i think very presidential right one here. of the biggest yeah one of the biggest things was just that day after biden got elected i feel like people started to act a little bit differently just just a little bit there was like that slight trend bro because um for me i guess maybe it was just fucking me but like right after do one uh, I remember, I don't know this dude's name, I just remember his face, and he was just like, today's a good day as a father, right? Like, in the past, for the past year, especially during COVID and years before that, mass shootings, etc., right? And then with the way that the Trump, uh, Trump uh, was acting, like, it's tough to tell your son, like, okay, you're supposed to be being a good person. It's like, why, Dad? <laughs> the president's a dick. Everybody else is mean. And I can still have, you know, you can have everything you want. And it's like everybody just being mean. It's not like it does. There's no incentive to be a good person. And it just felt like what dude said was when Biden got elected, it was like, OK, nah, the good guys win this time. Right. Like, no, you can't you can't just be harassing people. You can't talk like just be a good dude or a good girl, whatever. Just be good. Like that transition felt a lot better for everything. It was just like, oh, OK, like, our neighbors out here was like, hey, what's going on, brother? <laughs> After that week, yeah. you know what I mean? Muggs was just like more excited. I'm like, I don't even know you, but I'm doing good. How, how your people's doing? That type of energy, that shit wasn't there in October. I definitely sensed that that, that energy definitely wasn't there. But um, I guess you, as a country, you uh, the good guy does win this time, I guess. Or I if, if we say that Biden's a good guy. I'm, not, I'm a... I'm a... I would say like one thing that we are still dealing with and we still kind of haven't maybe like we as a as a union we came together and more like you know showing more companionship but we still haven't figured out this whole policing issue I mean like I think, that was pretty uh, much was heating up this time last year. I don't yeah, think yeah, that's sad, but I don't know. Here. It's going to take a while There's, for that That's not going to be a one-year thing. It might not even be a decade thing. It might take multiple But when Biden came in, but, though, but, that was one of the but, things he but, promised but to But I just saw, but I just saw, within this last week, the city of St. Louis is defunding their police, um, uh, this, their city police. That is, I did see some. They're like defunding that, their city. And this even week, you got St. Louis, and you got to take. Okay, okay. That's that's big. You got to take the that's victories. Huge. Like think about the people that the police that were convicted over the last, you know, five. And months. yeah, that nigga, yeah. they, yeah, they, 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 they got found that nigga guilty of three charges. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about two years ago, you probably wouldn't have seen that same verdict, right? I think the biggest Literally. thing in the past since we started this podcast and. Um, it's just awareness, you know, just That's people true. being a little bit more aware of their surroundings, more aware of who unfairness. Well, it's always life isn't fair, right? And <laughs> yeah. I think, and it's just the truth, right? You can be treated equal but not fair, or is it the other way around? It's one of them. It's, it's one is you can be treated uh, fair but not equal. That's what it is. Everybody should be treated fair. Like you shouldn't have to worry about you know walking down the street and getting stopped and getting a cap in your ass because you was just, you know, walking down the street or something like that, yeah. right, uh, from a police officer. So, but not everybody's going to be equal, right? Like, people that live in certain areas ain't going to be treated uh, the exact same as others. That's just life, and that's just how it's always going to be unless we go to, like, a communist society, which yeah. probably won't happen, no. right? Probably won't happen, right? So, at the end of the day, you, you got to take the small steps, like, even just, like, with media and advertising, you're seeing more Black Lives Matters, you know, commercials, you're seeing more awareness, you're seeing, you know, if you want to, uh, you know, help out, go to this website and, you know, go to this GoFundMe, 
Um, you're seeing actors, actresses, athletes talk with more conviction around these issues. Definitely more just, conviction. You know, and, Definitely and, more and conviction. standing up when things aren't right. You got teams that are declining to play in games until well, certain That's true. That shit wasn't happening It's too early to... Uh, to well, to I just think that we're taking over. the right... We're yeah, taking the steps over. in the right direction to move towards a United States that feels united, right? And I don't think within, you know, it's only been five, six months. It's not going to change overnight. And we knew that going into it. But you want to see changes to certain things where it's like, now these cops are being held accountable. Now, if you decide to take, you know, somebody's life, even in the heat of the moment, you have to answer some tough questions now. You're right. going to be held responsible for your actions versus, you know, four or five years ago where it's just like uh, a neighborhood watch guy can murder a black kid and he gets off scot-free. Mm -hmm. Right. That's not the case no more. Like people aren't accepting that anymore. It's not. Uh, we're not going to tolerate that anymore. Right. So that within big, the yeah. time that we started this podcast and where we're at now, we have a long ways to go, but we are making steps towards a better future for n not ourselves, not for our kids, but our kids' kids, right? You know, when you know when we're old and we're just kicking it and we might be at a barbecue and our kids' kids are running around kicking it and they're going to be like, well, you know, you know, granddad, how was it back then? And da -da -da -da. <laughs> you know, you can say things have come a long way and we're doing, we're making the right strides and, and our generation, like how we talked about with Fred Hampton, it's like the young generation is always going to be the one pushing those movements. And there's right. going to be more movements in the future that uh, we're going to, when we're older, that we expect the younger generation to take to the forefront too, right? So I think everything that's been happening these past few months and, you know, in the last year, we're taking the steps in the right direction. But we just got to continue that energy momentum of accountability, not tolerating, you know, certain behaviors or certain acts. So that way people adjust like internally, not just, you know, when they're in certain situations. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So that that is uh, that is uh, the Blunts and Coffee State of the Union. Nah. Yeah, we're going to leave that right there. And so I, I, to... I, I oh, you got something to say with my no, phone? I just, wanted to, I just wanted to pose a question, bro. You know, as we thinking about reflecting over the podcast, I don't have to give y'all a second. But I wanted to ask y'all personally, what might be your funniest moment that we recorded thus far? See, I knew this was the question. <laughs> it, had, it had to be the moment where Cam had Can to act out. <laughs> where Cam acted out. Uh, I don't want to get on this bus. What were we talking about? That was uh, Why you that, was the, that was the T-Day episode. The right? whole, episode. yeah, bro. Right after you they were attacked yeah. the Capitol, right? <laughs> Like, so what funny. a crazy, like, what, 24 hours that was, these white folks. Somebody getting capped, you know, shorty dying, jumping through the wall. <laughs> and we'll shoot you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that was the episode where I was like, you got it, Meredith? Yeah. Go ahead, do it, Meredith. That was, yeah, that was a funny, that was that was a very funny episode, that whole situation. Was just, <laughs> it was just I definitely funny, just lost myself at the end of that shit. I was just, <laughs> that shit was It was funny. just like, these, these groups of people... Who just you know incredibly insane? Cam had to go for energy. That was that was probably the funniest moment I've been through, man. That was that put me on my ass. Yeah, bro. What would you say? You got yours yet, dude? I don't know. There's been a lot of funny shit, and it's probably this is some shit that we probably didn't air, especially on the podcast. That uh, I'm not gonna say what it was, but that shit, you know what That's I'm talking about. That's his answer without saying the answer. <laughs> You That's sick. my quick answer. Uh, you gonna have to give me a second to think of something that we actually aired that was hilarious. <laughs> bro. When this nigga, when Cam, bro, this is how I knew this fool is all business. <laughs> he goes, so I was in college, right? You know, and I'm. He was like, I, I'm, I'm staying up late to, to to do all these labs, and you got D1 football program. I just like, I can't do it. 
I, at, at a certain point in time, he was like, I got a couple concussions. This shit hurts. My body hurts. At a certain point in time, like, I got to make the right decision. And he was like, and I never quit it on myself. I just quit it on the team. Yeah. <laughs> y'all said, I, I, I ain't quit on myself. I quit I on the y'all. team. <laughs> that was definitely a funny thing. That was funny as hell, too. I'm not going to lie. I forgot I said that shit. Yeah. I just quit on the team. Because, yeah, yeah I, what episode was that? Do we know? Oh, <sighs> shit. That was the one where we was telling our stories. Uh, was that that wasn't 31 days, was it? No, I don't think nah. it was 31 days. It was probably something before that. But it was, <laughs> it was. I think we was just reflecting on, like, you know, me going through college and, I guess, you know, yeah. playing football and stuff like that. And Cam said, like, nah, fuck this shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to double down. You know, a lot of people have to make tough decisions, man. Yeah. And, and that was definitely a tough decision that you made during that time, man. And, and then it all worked out. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, it's just uh, what I wanted to, what I meant by that when I said it wasn't, it was more so for the people that are in roles that they're they're in a role that they necessarily didn't want to do, um, but the expectations from others put, keeps them in that role, right? And, you, you know, I've been an athlete. That's been my definition for as long as I can remember as being an athlete, right? Mm-hmm. And that's tough to strip that identity away. Uh, especially when other people identify you as that too, right? Um, and it can be tough trying to find a new identity or something that you can, you know, wrap yourself in or around to kind of give you purpose, right? Um, so it's not easy. And, you know, a lot of people look at it like, oh, you quit or you gave up. It's never that you give up. It's just you readjust, right? You can't. Nobody wakes up their first day out of school in their professional career and is doing the exact same thing. Very rarely do you find that, right? You might find a teacher that's still teaching, but they're not teaching at the same school or university or same discipline, right? So what I wanted to resonate with people that listen is don't be afraid to step into a new industry or give up on one thing to try a new thing just because people have those expectations for you and you really don't have the interest or expectations for yourself anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but that shit was funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, damn man y'all took mine and shit like I'm trying to think like uh, some funny ass shit that we did on air that was well like, I knew I knew I knew this podcast was gonna be funny as hell since the first day since the first recording where it was literally how we got the name yeah, yeah. Um, Trump Day cause you oh, let me go through my phone looking at the names of the podcast gonna well be you said um, you said oh he was like with something about Ice Cube's bill, you was like five hundred bill or whatever to re- or restructuring some police money. You know that's chump change, oh, and, yeah. and I said chump change or something like that. You say, oh no, it's Trump, it's Trump change. I'm like Trump change. <laughs> I mean, it's damn near Trump change, but I did say chump change. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we just like started cut up laughing. That point in time, it was like we always have those those type of moments, regardless. And, of what and that's just really about. just like a just a showcase of our friendship. Like, yeah, that's we, true. we always. Pulling off jokes off each other, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Adding to the jokes and that 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 chemistry, I mean, it's always mm-hmm. been there. So I mean, I was a little shaky in the beginning. I didn't know how we was we gonna come were, on, bro. Mike. You mm-hmm. know, it was a little, little. It was. We had to kind of find our identity. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And what worked for us. You know what I'm saying? I think if you listen from like our first episode to this episode, you would definitely see that growth and mm-hmm. that rhythm that we showed and stuff like that, man. So that was awesome. Cam's still looking like I'm trying to find something funny but I think I'm gonna just do something a little more like just sentimental for me at least was um, we were just talking about Will's journey from like uh, the one thing that resonated was just like the fact that he you know left the Coast Guard I know we we talked about him probably during the college episode or something 
and just his transition going to a community college, then going to find, you know, engineering discipline and then graduating and being in a whole new industry. I think um, not a lot of people and like even, you know, too, like being a biology major. Now you're working in film. It's it's not a lot of people can see what they want to do or how they want to do it because of what school had kind of like exactly, positioned yeah. them to think when they graduate like this is what you need to do Try based to on this major in, box you in. so you know it's not something funny but it's more so just like something that resonated with me is just like and probably people that listen is like damn just because I do this in school or just because somebody says I'm good at this don't box yourself into that one thing or that one discipline always look for something that really drives you and interests you so that way you can make it feel like it's not work, right? I think the yeah. biggest thing for most successful people is like they wake up, they're like, yeah, I'm not going to work. I'm going to do something I love <clears throat> that pays me well. And that's why I can't wait to put in these hours. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. definitely going to put in some long hours. Long ass yeah. Well, I don't mind because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm waking up now and I'm, I'm doing extra work. I'm reading, I, I'm reading more books, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just trying to just learn as much as I can as quick as I can, you know, because I just know that's going to be more valuable like in the end and, it's, it's really man it's being resourceful and resilient and I feel like next time we you know when season two comes around like we're gonna be a few months from now and we're gonna be three months four months in or something like that right yeah. and so we're gonna have a whole new story to tell yeah. y'all recap what's going on man but that's true we got any final words you wanna tell the folks before we get off and we see y'all no I, I think I think for me it's just you know just to kinda build off of that last point that we made cause we make a lot of different points um I guess as a, a quick update, I'm reading this book um, that's about that making hard work, not like work, mm. right? And it's based on this concept called Ikigai. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's like this Japanese concept where there's this island, Okinawa in Japan, where it's like average per person. Uh, they have the highest amount of people who live over the age of 100 like in the world, like one of the top three or top four places. And that's just because they just enjoy what they do, right? They at peace with everything. So a lot of the times people feel like that's work. And it's like, well, no, nah, if you excited to, to get up and do something, to learn a little bit more, or you look up and it'd be like, damn, it's been seven hours. Cool. All right. Well, or you know what I mean? It's like, I don't, that shit just went by. I can't even, or I work on Saturday just because it's like, this is, this is just something what it I is. Enjoy. You know, um, I think that that's important for everybody to find what that is for you. And it could be anything. It could be anything in the world. It could be drawing, right? It's successful people that drew. It could be singing. It could be running. It could be reading. It could be being the best goddamn librarian, you know, yeah. whatever it is. That's okay. But just find that for you. Um, and I'm definitely interested in this off period, right, in between seasons of coming back and talking about what that, you know, how that's developed for us and, you know, how our story is, is going to continue to develop and what we're her working hard for. So um, that would be my final point. Um, I think my last sentiment would be, I kind of hit on it, is just like surrounding yourself with uh, the right people, um, not even just you guys, but everybody in the chat and everybody we speak with on a day-to-day -day basis is kind of influenced who we are, right, and how we move and the things that we care about and uh, the things that we laugh at, things that we're interested in. So um, always, you know, over these next couple months, just, you know, especially when things are starting to open back up, make sure you're surrounding yourself with good people, right. meeting new people that has, kind of have the same values and moral stances for the most part that you do for and that you were <laughs> uh, <That's and> gummy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and just enjoying this time where like last this time last year everything was shut down so now we're gonna be able to get back out That's and true. enjoy just life you wow, know yeah and kind of enjoy the summertime and enjoy man. being you know the barbecues and the family outings and all that stuff so enjoy that stuff man it's it it, it goes by quicker than you you think and you never want to live your life just um in a box or just consumed by work so you always want to make sure you have that balance and have you know, people that you can talk to and, and, and consult with and just share moments with. Yeah, I agree. And I think that exactly as you, was, you, you were talking about that, it reminded me of something you said maybe in the first couple of episodes that I think is also good to, like, leave with. Um, <clears throat> well, this time last year, the pandemic was full, full-fledged panic. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it, you know, we was locked in. And when we started this podcast, we were thinking about it. It was like, well, a lot of shit we're not doing no more. Right? How could we do something extra? And so we was like, okay, let's get on this podcast, challenge each other to learn something, yep. share something, all of that stuff, and just grow. Um, and then you were like, in one of the first early episodes, you were like, you know, this pandemic's gonna be huge because you really gonna you either you got two choices during this pandemic. You could double down on whatever the hell you love, yeah. learn a new skill, or you can watch a whole lot of just TV or like do nothing. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and so we literally about to see what the fuck people are doing. Yeah. Right. Because as things getting out. Things lightening yeah. up. Yeah. Making moves. Making moves. Right? So, if here's one thing. If you're maybe a, per, a friend in a friend group, right, and you got people who aren't making moves and you notice that, you should also ask yourself a tough question around whether or not you really should be with them. Right? Yeah. Because if they didn't help you do something or they're not taking care of themselves and you are, as an example, right, okay, you you got to do what you got to do. And if they're not ready to come with you, they're not supposed to be there for your, that part of your journey. And if you that friend that look up and you're like, damn, best day to start would have been last year. Next best day is right now. So yeah. regardless of whatever friend you might be, seeing all your peers, right? What happens at the end of the pandemic, right? Okay, yeah, you probably could have worked harder or continue to work hard. But if you haven't, start right now. Why not? So I guess uh, I'm going to make mine uh, a little short and crisp and to the point. I just want to say, man, what I've, I learned really just through this podcast with y'all is, hey, whatever your dream is, how crazy it may be, go chase it. Yeah. Because you get one life and you never want to live with the what ifs. And if you tell your friends your dreams and they laugh at you, they not your friends. Yeah, that's true. Unless you want to be like something crazy. Then I might laugh. <laughs> make a plan. Make a plan. Set a date and, and work towards it. Yeah. And, and I promise you, in the end, like if if you don't make, if you don't, you know, get there, you gonna land damn near close. You know. Yeah. And from there on, you can just work up to get to your goal. But you gotta start somewhere. Why not start today? Yeah. Double that penny. First day is always the worst. First day is always the worst. Hell yeah. And, and that's a wrap. This season. Uh, <laughs> it's like the last episode yeah. of Fresh Prince, bro. Oh, go get vaccinated so we can turn up to something. Uh,